What's up, fuckies? This is Reset the Mindset Podcast. Live inside out. I'm Maddie. I'm Jeremy. And let's car pay this fucking DM. Seize the car. Welcome back. What do you guys think about that new little intro? We got a little jingle. A little sexy sauce. <laughs> You're welcome very much. Hey, this one is going to be about uh, resiliency, embracing the suck. Yes, sir. So I'm going to hand it off to Maddie for the pop off. Pop off. Brought to us tonight by Whistle Pig, the piggyback 100 proof bourbon whiskey aged for six years. Mm. Delicious. So. Statistics on this, right? Forbes article that I found from the Resilience Institute, right? One finger? That's good for me. Thank you. Uh, they concluded that resiliency training over a six-month period in about 1,700 people concluded 38% increase in fulfillment and focus. Excuse me. Fulfillment. Those words focus. are hard. Yeah, super hard. And I'm not even drinking yet. 40% increase in awareness. decrease in anxiety. Yeah, let that one sit, would you? Mm -hmm. Bet you can't because you're anxious as fuck. (laughs) I'm just anxious waiting to hear the rest of it. And then 33% decrease in depression. Good deal. Weird. And we know how those lead to other fucking things, Mm -hmm. right? So that's basically what uh, what I found that was easy to grip, right? And then when we're... Cheers. In between. Cheers here. Well, it kind of made me think. Hang on a sec. A couple podcasts. Let me start this over again. A couple, Words are hard. A couple podcasts ago, we mentioned that when anxiety leaves the bed, depression, depression jumps, right, jumps in. right in. And it seems right there, they're both leaving the bed just by, uh, you know, through resiliency. They're very disappointed in their sexual fucking interaction, though. Let me Won't tell you. Won't be the first time I've heard that. All right, so I wanted to do this one um, because it's been ingrained in me most of my life, right? Right. Like you consciously and subconsciously, super ingrained, especially in the fucking military. Yeah. Like you learn this. It's beaten into you over and over again. And they have a course, right? Master Resiliency Trainer, right? MRT. Guess who was MRT certified? You. Yeah. Oh. And I love that course. Yeah. You know, a lot of people take it out of context. It always turns into like, oh, be the softball and not the egg. (laughs) Yeah, we get it. But there's so much other good shit that goes along with that. And I practice it ever since, like, I learned it. Yeah. And my life has only improved, right? And now, like, catastrophic shit happens to me, and I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. But then it makes you think, too, like, why? Like, why? What's what's kind of, like, behind all this, right? So you have good and bad stressors. Yep. Right? So, like, good stressors. Be- God damn. I can't talk, dude. Imagine if we had the whiskey before. Oh, God bless. Well, anyway, good stress, right? Adrenaline rush. Bungee jumping, skydiving, roller coasters, mm-hmm. right? Uh, competition, so like jujitsu, crossfit, ruck marches, all that kind of yeah. shit, yeah. And then you know, some people have like irrational fears, so facing those like I used to fear public speaking. Still do. For bit. me, yeah. I don't know. But like 
you can't be a leader in the army giving classes in front of 200 plus people absolutely yeah. and fucking not have to deal with it so i just kept like who's gonna present this well, i'll do it yeah who's gonna give practice, this class well, i'll do it yeah hey they said there was gonna be seven people here but now there's 700 you still good we got enough seats you know what i mean like <laughs> if they're gonna be standing around and shit i don't know and then you got bad stress right so it's like the chronic shit so like the lingering finances that you can't seem to get out from marital status yeah relationships in general uh, right yeah. because you can have a dude that's just a fucking pain in the ass for everybody in your group oh yeah but you keep them around yeah you know because you need them you need them no negative nancy <laughs> and then like work stress right like that's not good so any of that shit that just weighs over you and a lot of the times this is just stuff that you haven't Sorry. changed right or like you feel like you're stuck in but you're not really these are all kind of things within your control relationships yep. say goodbye to the person work yep. get a different fucking job finances maybe start living out of your means or work towards making more money yeah i don't know <laughs> I'm just bullshitting from I'm, I'm shooting from the hip. Hey, it's all just coming out good. And then the symptoms that run across on this are, you know, headaches, insomnia, lack of focus. Oh well, yeah, weight gain. Weight gain. I've been there. My muffin top screaming right now, bro. <laughs> I got a dad bagel for all of you out there. Uh, basically, you take your love handles, you grab them from the sides, and you squish them towards the belly button. And it creates a bagel, right? <laughs> if you got some hair on there, it might look like an everything bagel. Take it. Reminds me, as a child, I used <laughs> bear claws lodged. <laughs> That's all uh, I was picturing right there. You're pushing your your little belly boosy out, and I'm sitting here just getting bear claws lodged. <laughs> We're sorry. Oh gosh. <laughs> the other things that go along with this are. Anxiety and depression. There yep. they are again. Um, chronic pain, which I'm always dealing with. Yeah. And then high blood pressure, which it's again, it's I had it a barely like very early age. Yeah. And it sucks. But yeah, man. That's basically like background knowledge and the whole thing, right? But how we usually dis like dissect this whole thing is just mm -hmm. personal experiences, right? Yep. And the for me. It's all about getting comfortable in a space where you're not comfortable. Yeah. Right. And I used to say this to my guys all the fucking time. It's like when I'm on mile 10 of a 13 or 15, 20, whatever the fuck mile ruck march. Yeah. I'm ready to be done. Yep. You know, I'm fucking over it. But then if I can flick the switch and just be like, it doesn't matter. Like I've only used 40% of my energy anyway. Yeah. Because they've done studies that most people like. I can't remember the dude's name, but he's like this fucking ultra marathon runner. David Goggins. No. Oh, sorry. I wish it was, but it's somebody else. And he had mentioned, you know, even when you get to complete physical exhaustion, when your body is like, hey, you should probably stop, you're still only at like 40%. Oh, Kim Haynes. Might be. I don't Kim remember Haynes. who it is. I don't remember it who sounds it like I just read his book, and it sounds like something he said in there. Wouldn't be surprised, but... You know, yeah. oh, sorry, let me keep going. Well, I don't want to, I want to just keep running my fucking mouth. Oh, you ready for mine? Yeah, okay, there it is. Okay, so 
when you're saying like you know kind of getting comfortable like in the uncomfortable <laughs> i try not to so one thing i've been wanting to do is do ice baths or do the cold showers yeah that is another you know I embrace the suck. i think dude. if you was to like google <laughs> embrace the suck and then hit the image button it just come up with people in ice baths that's Wim off <laughs> <laughs> everyone that i've like started like doing and when i was reading about it it was saying it's all right to experience the negative emotion when you get into an ice bath you know embrace it acknowledge it but don't feed into it so when i'm getting in the ice bath i'm trying not, or I'm just in a cold shower i'm not letting my like facial features or anything feed into that it's uncomfortable i'm once again i'm pushing myself through it you know i'm acknowledging that it's uncomfortable but i'm not feeding into it by giving it any more energy other than just the thought so yeah and i i think it's a great way to teach your mind the kind of like even keel or balance yeah by doing just stuff like that because when the real world smacks you it's not predicted it's not something you can control like you can get out of the tub or you can like decide i'm going to do it this sunday or next sunday yeah right? but when life comes at you you don't get to do any of that shit yeah. right and like i think it's a great way for you to control those emotions because if you think about it the physical response between being scared and being excited are eerily similar. Yep. The only difference is what your brain is telling your body, right? Yeah. Your body's just reacting. You get all fucking like nervous and hyped up, and I'm gonna jump out of my fucking skin kind of situation. Yeah, my but... legs were locking up to like where I couldn't like flip myself over, like crouch down in the water more when going through the ice bath and stuff. Like your body's just doing different things. And... Yeah, but you get to basically. You get to tell that inner bitch to fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean, now I'm in control. <laughs> just just, it made, me, it made me think of it. Backhand for discipline, palm for abuse, and that old fist for domestic violence. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus. That was beautiful. Sounds like James Joyce. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, man. I I don't think I ever aside from working out, I think that's where it was for me. Like, especially I don't like the CrossFit community. But I love CrossFit workouts. Yeah. Because, like Joe Rogan says, when he does workouts like that, he can't think about anything else because your workout is so shitty. Uh Right? And I used to love it because you look at the board and you'd be like, that looks easy. That also means that it's going to be absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. And then the ones you look at the board, you're like, oh, that's going to suck. You're like, eh, that wasn't that bad. But at the end of it, every fucking time, your body's done. Your brain shuts off. Yeah. It's another form of fucking meditation. You're just fucking setting the wheel and going, dude. Yeah. And I I think it's because of that. Every time I got to the point where I was like, fuck, I can't go anymore. I'd go more. Yeah. Another fucking round. Same thing with the miles. Like, oh, we're running five. We'll do six. We're doing mm-hmm. 13 at what? 35 pounds? I'll do 45. Fuck it. Yeah. You know? And that just became like my thing. And now... We keep doing it, right? We get to a certain fucking level. We're like, well, I've been waking up early. I've been doing this. We've been doing the podcast. What's next? I told you this weekend. I'm like, I'm going to do a solo fucking. We're going to get this band thing going if it's just me or you. Or like if we have to do everything on the computer. Like, yeah, we'll get I it going. I need more going. Yeah. Got to get going. Absolutely. I know I'm really excited for that project too. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of this too is like. With resiliency, like, why is it so fucking important? 
you think about it, and I've, I've said this before, I don't think maturity has so much to do with age as it does life experience. Yeah, like life experience situations, everything like that, yeah. And I think we see that um, people from troubled homes, not all of them, but most of them, are extremely resilient people mm-hmm. if they've done the work. Yeah. Whereas everybody else, you know, something, I don't know, something that would happen to me and you, and we would be like, eh, that's shitty, but yeah. it's another day. Might be catastrophic for somebody else. Yeah. And you see this it, more. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying, like, I kind of get, like, the image of, like, who you're kind of portraying, like, you know, people more that were brought up with our upbringing and stuff a little bit rougher and stuff. It takes a lot more to get you down because you've been so low before. Exactly. And now you're up on top now. Well, it's it's anything, right? So, yeah. like, anybody can have one of those catastrophic events in their life. Yeah. And hopefully you have it early on in life. Yeah. Because you don't want to be 36 mm-hmm. learning your first fucking hard lesson. Yeah. That's shit, dude. Yeah. And that's why so many people are crumbling and, like, breaking nowadays. Yeah. Like, people wonder why... Because they were coddled and weren't exposed to these kind of scenarios at a younger age. Yeah. You know, they were always kind of either kind of helped out too much to where they're not learning things on their own. You know, people bailing them out pretty much. And then, like you said, when it finally does hit when they're older, they're freaking out when something like we went through it when we were 16 and we're just like, no sweat off our back. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lose sleep over this fucking yeah. shit. And, like, you see it, though. You see a lot of these young kids, man, they come up. And, like, again, going back to the last podcast, like, being a parent, there's no instruction book, Mm -mm. right? You get nothing. And we were doing a lot better, right? We went from, like, extremely abusive households where, like, the weird norm to it being, like, that's not okay. Yeah. But we do this with, like, everything. And this is my personal opinion, but I think we take everything and say it's far left. We'll swing it far fucking right. Yeah. And where we really need is to be in the fucking middle, and we have the hardest time being in the middle. Yeah. Because then we have to accept that there has to be, like, some sort of compromise. Yeah. With this other person that we're not even talking to in real life, right? So, like, in an example, we need to stop abusing everybody. It turns into we can't say mean things to anyone. We don't want to hurt their feelings. Like, no, if it's the fucking truth— if it's Say a it. fact, yeah. that's the way it is. If you weigh more than the average person, <laughs> you're fucking fat, right? So get yeah. yourself out there and fix it. Or don't and accept you're fat. Yeah. But don't expect me to be like, oh, your body's beautiful. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's Sorry. Not. It's... It looks like fucking moldy cottage cheese. It's not for <laughs> me. Bro. Not for me. No. But. And there's a reason why health books are saying that you are overweight and that you're fat and it's not healthy for you. Because there's science behind it. Yeah. It's not just going off emotion on what's dictating. It's like it's logic. It's the science and everything else behind it. But but I also want to say it doesn't mean you have to fat shame somebody. No. Like, no, it does not. You can call the kettle nope. black, but you don't have to sit there and cuss it the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, just, just say what you have to You know what? You're black. <laughs> and I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, no He's one... talking about a kettle. Yeah, it's a kettle. I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's so stupid. That people do that. And it's even more stupid that I have you're this, afraid of words. Yeah, I have this conversation all the time with people. It's like, you know, we went too far into, you know, someone being offended. It's like, are you offended because this is physically bothering you or something? And it's like, no, it's because it's 
you know, I don't like that that word. It's like it's just a word. Yeah. Like it's not physically harming you. It's not causing you to lose money or sleep or well, anything. Yeah. It's a word that you can literally just tune out. And the, this, the, the society, I think this, it's worldwide, honestly, that society now it's catering to what people, what they feel rather than what's, you know, proven by like logic and everything. It's now laws and rules are made by, I think by emotion yeah, I and think passion it's... rather than logic and just purely like common sense. I mean, yeah, I could swing a lot of things left and right on that. But again, it's the pendulum yeah. thing. You're either like way right or you're yeah, way you left. Can't you can't be dead center anymore. If you're in the center, you're sense. Weirdo. And if you're, you're making sense, then I, the, the, you know, they don't like right. it. No. It upsets my stomach. Makes it pleasing. It gives me the hoop. A little irritable bowel <laughs> syndrome. It's like me after eating a pint of ice cream. Mm. <laughs> you just got to be more tolerant of that lactose, bud. Hey, I run my life. It doesn't. I don't care. I told you what happened Wednesday. That's fucking resiliency. You know right what I'm there. saying? Like, yeah, I'm lactose intolerant, and still I ate a big bowl of cereal, and you know, I uh, I dealt with the consequences, but I you know I powered through it. Resiliency, right there. There you go. Uh, Perfect definition. And I, I think the more and more you work on your resiliency, the more and more you appreciate small things in life. You can actually enjoy being happy because you're living in the present. Um, and for me, like, I got a weird story. Right? Let's hear it. So I love these stories. These bats of resiliency that I've been going through my entire fucking life. So the first person that um, my ex-wife was disloyal with, I swore if I ever saw this dude again, I'd fucking shoot him in the head, right? I don't even think I've told you this story. And... I go to jujitsu. I'm starting at this new place. Yeah, you're shaking your head. I do I remember, remember telling you now. And uh, the, yeah. I go there two times. It's completely fucking awesome. Great atmosphere. Third time I go, we get in the line to roll with everybody. And I'm like, damn, that brown belt looks familiar as fuck. And then he turns around and I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Yes, it was him. We were in completely different fucking states. It was years later. I never thought I would see this guy again. And the last guess time who I fucking rolled with? Brown belt guy. Yep. And when we got up, I like shook his fucking hand. I was like, I remember you. Oh. <laughs> and he just gave me this weird fucking look. And he was probably scared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every time after that, he always just gave me a weird look when I came in. Well, never really connected the dots, think, but I knew. When you're that man, and then you just rolled with the guy like when you like did all that crap prior and he didn't you know lash out that right there is a scary person because one like i remember you telling me this story and i couldn't believe it the first time you told me i was like holy fuck but that right there you have your emotions in check and you like oh when i was in line i did not no but i understand but like i bet that was probably scarier than if you were to actually attack that guy like that guy is probably more scared now just by you know, seeing that you had the opportunity to probably just, you know, fold them like laundry. Cool. And you <laughs> chose not like to. Yeah. 50, babe. <laughs> Fucking. I mean, yeah. I mean, it crossed my mind as soon as I saw him. I was like, well, you know, the CZ's in the truck. It's just a simple walk out there. Or just got get, get a gurney ready on. for this boy. <laughs> about to fuck him up. On the way out, call 911. I'll be back. Nathan, call 911. <laughs> I love that. Fucking. What are you going to do? Nathan. <laughs> Call nine one one. Oh man, but that's 
the more and more you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, the more and more you realize things about yourself, yeah. the more and more you come face to face with your emotions and you can rationalize it. So like, again, the cold plunge is a, oh God, I don't want to fucking do it, but it's a wonderful way, of, you know, I, I would building say, resilience. Yeah. That right there. If everyone listening, like, so that was my first experience. Like, choosing resilience i think in the past couple years i think uh was i want to do the the uh the the ice plunge but just doing the cold shower that was enough right there that if you want to see how to build your resiliency start right there yeah you can easily start just by doing that and what i do is i take my normal shower and then i literally just i have you know my dial goes you know goes from like nine to three basically if you're looking at a clock and I just, for like 10 seconds, I just slowly kick it back more and more to where it's almost at the three. And then I hold it there for as long as I can, you know, breathing, just mm-hmm. focusing on, you know, kind of, like I said, not grimacing, not, you know, breathing hard or anything like that. Just, you know, staying calm, staying focused on it. And I try to do that for at least a couple minutes. And that right there is a good way to start building resiliency. Oh, yeah. No, I just that foundation. 100%. And that was actually going to bring my next one is, how to be resilient. Like we've talked about it, like what it is, but what are things that we can kind of do? Like if you're just listening to this and you're like, you know, I want to start like building up to this or I need more of this in my life. What should we do? Kind of ordeal. Put yourself in shitty situations. Yeah. Not like, not ones you can easily get out of either. Let's, all right. For just like a normal person that just listens to the podcast, give an example of just putting yourself vulnerably in a shitty position what would i mean you say? cold plunge is another is one but foundation there's yeah. too many exits right yeah because you could just be like no i'm not fucking doing it today or i'm getting the fuck out because yeah. it's too cold if you go on a run mm-hmm. and you just go as far as you can and then fucking turn around there's a lot of consequences there right like yeah i have to get an uber i have to get a lift yeah whatever so don't take your fucking phone go run Without your phone, like you do the backup fucking military. Yeah. Go as far as you can and then get back. Yep. Don't think about like, well, if I go two miles and I come back, it'll be okay. No, just run. Mm -hmm. Just fucking run one direction. Keep going. Force gump the shit out of it. (laughs) And then bring it back. Because by the time you bring it back, you know, you're going to be like, well, fuck, I ran that far. God damn. I didn't even think I could do that. And when you get to the point where you're like, I think I'm done, go further because yeah. you're not fucking done. If you're not on your hands, your knees, and your feet. Yeah. There, it reminds me, I don't know if I told you this one, when I lived in Florida, there was a intersection down by the intercoastal that takes you to the ocean. And I remember, oh, for some reason, I picked that because that's where I was going to run. It was a couple mile run. I think it was like four, maybe five miles. Yeah. I ran to it. And uh, I got there and I was like, I got that second wind. And I'd ran, you know, for a couple weeks prior to that and never got to it. But that day I was like, I'm going to get to it. Mm -hmm. So I get to that intersection. And then I look on my map and realize that, you know, hey, the ocean's only like another mile and a half down the road. Right. Ran to it. And I was like, oh, well, this one pier that I like is another mile down the road. And just kept going, pressing. And then I realized, shit, now I just ran almost like six and a half miles. My house is the other direction, another yeah. six and a half miles. Yeah. Turn around, made the run. Yeah, use those Lamborghinis, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, blisters all over. Fuck it. Yeah. No, I think that's a great way. Um, 
CrossFit high intensity workouts, great way. But they can't be like those like, you know, those twenty minute episodes either. Um, mm-hmm. I would say also like I have this like a couple notes down, and there was one called mindful acceptance. And so many people want to harness the positives in every oh, situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as I was kind of saying at the beginning, but also harnessing and just kind of acknowledging those negative emotions that you're going through as well. Um, you know, those yeah. are just as important. You know, don't I wouldn't say build off of them, but mm-hmm. you know, acknowledge that those feelings are there and that, you know, everything you're feeling, the emotions and stuff, and try to then look from the outside in on all the positives as well from different scenarios of that yeah. situation. Well, I and this is just because of my practice. Life is suffering, yeah. right? It it is what it is. Yeah. There is no good, there is no bad. It just is right and it's everything can make a person feel different right like what makes you happy doesn't necessarily make me happy what makes you sad might not make me sad at all right yeah so just that being a factor and controlling your fucking mind but again you have to go through things you have to what is it rob dial says you have to ready fire aim yeah so just pick what you're gonna fucking do do it and then figure it the fuck out yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I love Ready, that mentality. fire, aim. I love that. Yep. Shout out to Rob. Um, Mindset mentor. Yeah. Another great and, podcast person to follow on Instagram. And the reason that you should embrace the suck is because life is a roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. So it has its ups and its downs. But just like a roller coaster, when you get to the highest point of the roller coaster, you have a brief second to enjoy it. Yeah. And the rest of it is down. Yeah. And it's irrational. It's crazy. Yeah, you're going you're going through it, right? But it's so fast. Yeah. And you stay low for so fucking long. And until you get back on that roller coaster, you're not gonna see the heights that you saw before. Right. You know what I mean? And people miss that. But some of the low points are fucking beautiful too. Yeah. Because you can become somebody completely fucking different. And that's why I think what you said, right? Yeah. Is like there's a line in the fucking sand. You can go far right. You can go far fucking left. Good and bad. Yeah. You need them both. Because if you don't experience bad, you won't appreciate good when it happens to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. If you've never you have been to have the broke, bad times to appreciate the good times. Exactly. If you've never been broke eating fucking hot dogs and macaroni and cheese for an entire fucking week. Yep. When you win the lottery and you get like $4 billion. You get that steak. It's not going to mean as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just me, though. Well, I can't remember who said, but hard times. Ooh, I love this one. Hard times breed hard men, hard people. Good men. Good men, yeah. And that's exactly. Good men make easy times. Right easy there. times make weak men. There it weak is. Weak men make hard times. Yeah, he finished it. I mean, it's something like that. Yeah. But that right there is what it's saying. It's like you start going through these tribulations in your life. You're always going to come out on top. It's just keep pushing through. Just keep focus on the game plan. That was another one I put on is goals. Throughout all yeah. these hard times, you're going to have goals that you need to stay focused on. And within that, you also, going back to it, you need a good support group as well. One that's going to encourage you. And I saw one today, and it's like if your friends are um, just pretty much there, just encouraging you, not really talking to you, but they're, it's like they're kind of silent. They're the ones that are not really pressing you. The ones that are questioning you, the ones that are making you think about your decisions. Those are your support groups that's going to help you, you know, succumb all these lows and, you know, keep pushing through. 
to reach your goals. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, there are some people that might be in your – a lot of people do this just because it's negativity bias, right? Like mm-hmm. try to like figure out why whatever you're going through is not going to work. Right? Yeah. And those kind of people don't listen to. But yeah. The kind of you can weed are, those out on yourself. Like every time you bring something up, it's something – down or yeah. negative. I you wouldn't know, buy you. that car. Why? Well, the color. Yeah. This weather is terrible. You know I wouldn't what? make that decision. Oh, have you been here in my my shoes before? Oh, don't no. get me fucking started on that, dude. No, but I'm just saying, outside looking in, I've never been what you're going through, but uh, Hear I wouldn't me now. do it. Hear me now. Spotify, YouTube. There is never a situation where, well, if I was in your shoes, listen, motherfucker, if you grew up exactly the way that person did, mm-hmm. you went through everything that they did, you would make the same goddamn decision they made. Yep. Stop saying that shit. You don't know what you're talking about. You sound like an idiot. Yep. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Podcast isn't over, though. <laughs> no, I mean, we do need to wrap it up. Um, I think we hit on some good notes. Um and why you should embrace the suck because it will make you a better person. Yeah. Being resilient makes you a master of yourself, makes you a master of your emotions. You can appreciate the small things in fucking life, and you know that the bad things aren't really that bad. There's a saying that's um, possibility over probability. So when you're going through things and you're getting into this catastrophic downward spiral, get a piece of paper, draw a line right down the fucking middle. What's yeah. the possibility of all this negative shit happening? Yeah. And then what's the probability that's going to yeah. actually fucking happen? Because most times, the shit that you're afraid of happening never fucking happens. Yeah. And if it does happen, it never happens the way you think it's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. You always try to make it way worse than it is. And that's because that's what kept us safe mm-hmm. when we were fucking, you know, our ancestral plane, right? Yeah. Like primal as fuck, liver king. Shout out. <laughs> well, you said something just a second ago, and you said when you're you said control of yourself and control of your emotions. Yeah. When you said that, all I thought about was just that's someone that's untouchable. When you can kind of when you when you're that person, you can get through anything. And that's why I want to do the podcast on powerful vulnerability. Oh, oh, yeah. I think that's going to be a future oh, episode yeah. here soon. Yeah, no, this is a, it's a new philosophy that I'm trying to like kind of start up, I guess. I yeah. guess the, Are you the trying philosophy... to get a following? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Damn it. It's going to get my I'm... wardrobe and Kool-Aid ready. No, what I'm saying is is that I, I don't think that it's like brand new, no. obvious, but I think like it hasn't been like no one's put it down on paper. Yeah. So I'm working on it. Okay. That's my new venture. You want to edit this out so people don't try to write a book real quick? No, nah, take off with it. Just hit me up. All right. I'll read your book. <laughs> I, don't give a fuck if it's, I don't give a fuck if it's me or if it's somebody else, as long yeah. as it's helping everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. So. Also, check this out. Yeah, so got... for those of you that can see it on YouTube, we now have this sweet-ass fucking flag. Yep, backdrop. That's to Maddie. It is our flag. Yeah. Um, reset the mindset flag. We have a printful is that what it is? Yeah, we have a printful store. Um, so basically, we are getting some T-shirts made. It's going to be this logo. It's going to be on the left uh, over your heart. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yep. Uh, it's going to be navy blue. Uh, we're going to be selling those here soon. We're waiting to get a few samples back just to confirm it's the best quality for everybody and that we like it. Yeah, we're pretty have... sure it's going to be a good to go. Oh, the we shirts. Get to... 
The shirts are high quality. Yeah, but the they sh- sent us some embroidered ones. Yeah, <laughs> and so we're gonna get some of these ones where it's kind of like printed on, and everything I've read before they're gonna be golden. Yeah. Um, but what we're gonna do with these shirts is, um, we're we're just gonna put them for sale for twenty five dollars. Yep. And the cost of the shirt and the shipping is roughly seventeen dollars. However, that seven dollars and some change. Uh, to equal out to the 25 we are going to put that in a um, account where every month we are going to donate that to yep. a non-profit um, so we are going to start posting that out here on our social media here shortly and then once we do that you'll just send us your information uh, size address and just send us over the you know venmo's money and we'll get the order sent out and you'll get it about a week and a half yeah, and it's also really good for those people that are like, man, I want to donate to charity, but I don't know what to do or who yeah. to go with. We're going to cut out all that shit for you. Yeah. So you, every You pay for your shirt straight up. We pocket nothing. We're not keeping we, shit. Yeah, everything it's, in this podcast has been out of our pocket. Like We are not keep making anything off of it. No. We want to take every, squeeze every penny and dime that we can out of this podcast and give it to other people um, that need it more than we do. So by the sales of the T-shirts, the if the T-shirts look good, we'll probably sell some hoodies here soon, maybe some crew necks. Once again, that'll just be put out on social media. Send us the information, and we'll just place the order for you, and then it'll just be drop shipped to you from. So basically, warehouse. if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, I want a fucking shirt," and they're really nice shirts, they feel they're like the canvas style shirts from Bella. They're really, they are really nice. It's not like nice. that fucking. Hanes cardboard cloth gilded shit yeah this stuff it fits good um it does fit so, good. i've tried mine on even yeah. though my fucking embroidered patch looks yeah. like a cat's asshole but yeah this is all it's going to be is this right here it's going to be on your chest about a three to four inch circle um it's just a really handsome shirt and uh <laughs> we might even be making some stickers so if you're yes. interested in some stickers and stuff uh we'll be doing that here soon as well once again every Penny from the proceeds are going to go to a nonprofit, and when we do make that donation, we will uh, announce that on the podcast on who we are sending the check to. Yep, and we'll you'll see it on social media. Too. All the numbers, so you can see that we're not taking anything yeah, for we, it. We, one, we don't need it. Two, yeah, it, there are people that need it. Absolutely. So, so. that's the whole point shameful of this plug. fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, shameful, but not at all. Yeah. So buy but, some shirts. Yeah, buy some shit. All right. I mean, if you want a coffee mug, a mouse pad, let me know. I got some people. We can make it happen. Who the fuck uses a mouse pad anymore? I do. It hurts. Wow. It helps with my carpal tunnel. I sit at a desk for 10 to 12 We're hours. We're talking a day. about resiliency today. It has nothing to do with my arthritis. You're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, fuckies. Yeah. Please like, subscribe, and share. share. With anyone that you think might find value in this. Yeah. We love you, you pieces of shit. And remember, to be somebody that makes everybody want to be somebody. One more time. Be somebody that makes everybody want to be somebody. Ooh, that feels good. Cheers. Cheers.